Hey everyone, it's Mike with your morning update for uh, March 23rd, start of a new week. Um, we do have markets trading lower all around the world again. Um, we start with Asia, Shanghai was down 3%, Hang Seng was down 4.9%, Australia was down 5.6%, and Kospi was down 5.4%. The uh, loan market that was higher was uh, Japan, which was up uh, 2%. Uh, when we look at the Kospi, for example, you know, again, the only real good news here is that it didn't make a new low. Um, when we look at, uh, you know, some of the things going on in Europe, um, we have DAX down three and a half, FTSE down four, CAC down three, FTSE Milan down three and a quarter, SOX 600 down four percent. And again, if we look at um, Germany, at least, uh, only good news here again is that you're not making new lows um, so there's not really much to take away from that other than the fact that you know we're, we're, at, we're, we're towards the bottom but we're not making new lows um, can't say the same about the S&P 500 uh, currently in the pre-market we're trading down about 2.3 percent which is pretty big improvement from where we were last night um, originally we opened about limit down about five percent so we've recovered about half of our losses uh, to this point. Um, and it looks like uh, we're kind of just doing a bit of a gap fill here up to maybe around 2260 on the futures. Um, and that's all this really appears to be at this point. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on that and see how things kind of develop as the morning goes on. But it seems, again, like I said, um, all we're doing here is really filling gaps um, up towards uh, 2260. And that's really where there's a pretty big level of... Uh, resistance now um, and then of course there's another big level of resistance up at 2400 but that's quite a while to go um, if for some reason we should drop below 2190 today the next um, big region of uh, support doesn't really come to around uh, 2000 or 19 1990 or so so keep an eye on the S&P uh, today that's obviously going to be a big thing to watch oil prices are also lower today um, Good news here is that, again, we're not making new lows. How long that's going to last, I don't know. We're currently trading around 22 bucks a barrel on oil. Um, when we look at the 10-year Treasury yields, those are kind of trading uh, lower again today, 81 basis points currently. German 10-year uh, boom trading lower towards 39 base, negative 39 basis points. This was uh, as high as negative 17 basis points, just as on March 19th. So we've seen a pretty big reversal in yields going lower again. Um, when we look at the uh, dollar index, dollars trading uh, towards the highs again, towards 103. So again, the trend in the dollar continues to be higher. Looks like it's forming a, uh, a, a an ascending triangle. So um, it could we could be looking at a breakout in the dollar and a push higher for the dollar index. Um, again, there's a lot of demand for dollars, it would seem. Um, when we look at spreads between uh, three-month treasuries and three-month euro-dollar futures, it seems like there's a lot of um, there's a lot of demand right now for dollars, and the cost for dollar funding is very expensive. So um, that's why we're probably seeing the dollar continue to rise. Um, and then just in terms of like uh, some other things we can think about today, um, again, if you didn't get to catch my um, my earlier, my, my, my week ahead column, uh, you know, I did note that, you know, I continue to think the risk here to the S&P 500 is lower. Um, there's really not much to 
you know, kind of supported to rise at this point. There's still a lot of uncertainties in the market. Um, the only thing that I noticed this morning that seemed like a decent indicator is that the Russell 2000 hasn't made a new low. Um, it is trading outside of the um, falling wedge pattern we've kind of identified now. So we'll keep an eye on that. Hopefully that continues. Uh, you know, if we fall below 96... Uh, 9675 9650 on the IWM we're probably going lower uh, but as this moment um, at least for now we're kind of holding those support levels uh, it's just not really a good scenario and I think at this point um, we still have to be in this kind of mode that you just want to wait and and not really try to be a hero at this point and and catch something because I don't think that we're quite done yet falling. Uh, I think there's just too much uncertainty, especially going into Thursday, which is going to be a big day, which was going to be the initial jobless claims report for the first time um, since we've really kind of seen. I mean, last week we saw a big spike, but I expect this week to be much bigger. Uh, most the consensus the last time I checked was looking for about a 500,000 increase in initial jobless claims from about 280 to about 780,000. So um, there's going to be a big spike there. Uh, it could even be bigger than that. So um, certainly there's a lot of risk this week going into things. We're going to really first get our first handle upon how many people may have lost their jobs over the last week or two due to this uh, kind of shutdown. I know here where I am, I was looking where my county is now the second highest behind New York City, although there's a big gap, right? New York City has about 10,000 cases. Nassau County has about 2,000 cases, but still, um, you know, things are dead here. Like, there's not, I, I was walking last night, and it was, I never experienced such quietness walking my dogs, um, even comparatively to, like, nights like Thanksgiving or Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or New Year's Day. I mean, it was, I mean... These are busy areas. These are roads that are always have cars going up and down them, um, just totally silent. And uh, I've never, it was peaceful and it was a nice thing to do, um, but uh, very eerie, very strange. Um, lots of people aren't used to this type of pace. Um, so it's, it's very strange. And, you know, if you're... Um, Living in a place where you've seen things really kind of slow down, you can understand what I'm talking about. But um, if you're not, then you probably don't get it yet. And that's why I've become so negative. Uh, just seeing the impact, talking to some people in town uh, who own stores, since I have a, not that I have a storefront, but I am on the local street and I do know a lot of people who own stores because I just see them all the time. I'm always in town and talking to them, there's a lot of confusion as to who can be open, who can't be open. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty in terms of when they're going to be allowed to open again. Are they going to have to pay their rents? Some people are being a little stricter than others about paying rents. Um, so there's a lot of nervousness. And, um, you know, most people I'm talking to seem to think that this is going to be an, a long term type of scenario, meaning, you know, at least. Uh, a few months, and I think that's the big concern that I have is that there's really no visibility into when we may actually see a, a normalcy return. And um, 
you know, and I think that's the biggest problem. And until we get through earnings season, which isn't for another three weeks or so, um, there's going to be continue to be a lot of uncertainty. And so that's why I think we need to continue to be very cautious during this time. Um, anyway, that's going to be it. If you have any questions, as always, please feel free to reach out. Bye.